Hey everyone, welcome back to City Lights Podcast. Uh, happy Monday, um, if you guys are listening on Monday. Um, me and Victor are just here. What's up, guys? Um, just setting up, you know, decide to record a podcast before um, our evening service. And, and this evening service is special. We, um, we have a regional prayer, um, and it's kind of like all the cities in New York kind of get together, and we have a big prayer service, and, you know, we're praying that the Holy Spirit is with us and, and uh, you know, touches hearts tonight. Um, but before we kind of just decide to get together and talk about the topic of friendship and um, what it means to have good friends, friends that bring you up, friends that bring you closer to Jesus, and how important that is. And, um, you know, I hope, I hope that you guys can get something out of this and you know, re-examine your life and your friends to see what kind of conversations you have and just to see what, what kind of, um, you know, company that you keep. Yeah, me and Victor were just kind of talking throughout today um, and we were like, we should choose a topic, you know, a little bit more in advance than, you know, a few minutes before we actually record. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Victor just asked me, he's like, hey, you, you got anything? You know, is there anything that you want to talk about? And I, my mind just immediately jumped to last night after a Bible study. Um, I sat down with an old friend who I don't see very often due to various circumstances, whether that be work or school. Uh, he takes school very seriously. So, um, you know, we don't see him very often because he's often just studying away. But when I, when I just sat down with him and we just started talking, kind of catching up, like, you know, that we haven't just seen each other for a month, let's say. Like who we actually sat down and you know like we're able to talk, and I and I, I just got me thinking about the importance of good friends, good godly Christian friends, mm-hmm. and how when we as Christians live our lives, we're not called to live those alone. God had specifically instructed all believers, um, to be the church, right? Because the church is not a building; it's a it's a group of believers, and he put that in place so that we would not be alone in going through this Christian life because it's not going to be easy. Nowhere in the Bible does it say our lives as Christians are going to be easier, are going to be, you know, um, without any, you know, rough sailing or without trials or tribulations as we've talked about. But when we have other believers around us who are firm in their faith, we can carry each other's burdens and we can you know, lift each other up. And I think that's just such a beautiful relationship. Yeah, and, you know, coincidentally, um, you know, as soon as you said the topic of friendship, I kind of jumped to like, yes, great, let's go. Um, kind of clicked right away because, um, you know, starting back from when I was at the missions trip, um, me and two other guys that were with me, um, we, we, we were decided to, you know, to read the Bible every night and have a kind of Bible study every night. And um, we started reading Proverbs because there's 31 Proverbs in the Bible, 31 chapters in Proverbs, and there's kind of 31 days in a month, you know, more or less. So, you know, if you read one every day, it kind of matches up good. So we decided, you know, on the, on the 8th of January, we're going to read the 8th chapter of, of Proverbs. And we did that every night, and we kind of just decided, you know, to say something that stood out to us every, every night, what, what verse. And a lot of times you're reading, and it, Proverbs has so much on friendship, good company, bad company, and it has all these things about brothers, unity, all these, all these different verses, and that's what stood out to me the most almost every time I, 
I brought up that one of those verses that, um, you know, showed up. And um, I think it's just a huge topic for me. And, and God spoke to me during that. And I, you know, on an unrelated note, I highly encourage if you guys to, you know, don't read that much. If you want to start reading your Bible more, try doing that one Proverbs every day. It's, it's a lot of wisdom in there. It's a lot of, you know, godly advice. And, and it's just great um, for a Christian to know those verses, memorize those verses and have them in their hearts. Um, you know, but yeah, that's, this is a great topic and I'm excited to get into it. So just kind of to start, you know, why don't we try and, and get into like, what is friendship? You know, maybe from like a worldly perspective, from a godly perspective, just what is friendship so we can understand what we're talking about? Um, you know, I think friendship has to do when two people have something in common. You know, I don't think that it's, you know, people become friends for no reason. I think it's over certain interests, a certain topic, like, you know, they both like sports or they both play on this team in, in, in school or they both really like the subject of math in school. Or um, in our case, um, we have friends all around the world because we're Christians. And the one thing that unifies us is Jesus Christ. And if we all love Jesus Christ, then we can all be friends and brothers and sisters in Christ and, and you know, have that, uh, those relationships everywhere we go. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And like you said, you know, friendship as a as a general, you know, this applies to all things. Like you just said, uh, is is shared with by that common interest, right, between two people or even more. But I would say what separates us as Christians and from you know that just commonality between two people, which they say, hey, you like the same thing I do. Let's be friends. You know, let's talk about this. Let's meet up about this things. What separates that kind of relationship between the relationship that we're called to have uh, as Christians, first and foremost, is Christ. Mm-hmm. But even more so than that, like th- Jesus called his disciples his friends, right? Mm-hmm. And he said that there is no greater love than to lay down one's life for his friends. Yeah. And if you think about that and like what that actually means, this term friendship is a lot more than just simply we have something in common with our brother or sister. But it's, 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 it's a unity between two people that is only unified by the love of that Christ has. You know, Christ has for his church in that, in that same way, we are called to love others. And when, we love, when, we, when that love meets someone else who has that same love toward us, that's an immediate bond that can't be separated by falling out of favor, you know, something falling out of both of our favors. Say, you know, one of us stops watching basketball and then you still do, you know. For someone in the world, their friendship would be, you know, over. But for us, it's because we are, um, we are bonded so much more than just simply a common interest, but it's the love of Christ in mm-hmm. both of us that causes that relationship that we're even to the point where we'd be willing to lay down our lives for one another. And yeah. I just think that's beautiful. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, as, a, as you get deeper and closer, it, it has a lot to do with trust and sacrifice, you know, and, um, going on this two-week missions trip and I met, you know, two guys and, and we were talking with one of them, I was talking with one of them and he said, you know, how do we get such close friends in the past two weeks? You know, if you know someone else for, for two weeks, it doesn't really happen. But, um, you know, we, we went through struggles together in that missions trip and that's what brought us closer together. And, and I think um, as Christians, we're able to grow so close even in a short amount of time because, you know, we have that love of Christ within our hearts and that and that um, kind of just shines through. And, and there's a verse in Proverbs that says, A friend loves at all times, 
and a brother is born for a time of adversity. Um, I think it's, um, that verse just kind of speaks for itself, and it falls right into place with kind of what I was saying about how that love that you know friends are made for, or friends are birthed out of, I would, I would say, isn't our own love, but the love that Christ has first shown us and then that we are commanded to show others. Um, but with that kind of definition, I guess you could say, why is it important for Christians to have friends? Like, mm-hmm. why does the Bible say so much about having friends and having, you know, somebody next to you during this Christian life? I think, you know, as we look at it, the Bible talks about the body of Christ, you know, as, as, as a church, we're meant to be with one another, meant to have those connections, meant to hold each other up and, and build, e- build each other up. And um, I think, you know, as, as Christians, we go through many hard times, and it's so great to be able to have a friend, to have a church, to be uplifted in prayer, to, you know, get advice, to say, like, you know, brother, you're not alone. I've been through this, and, you know, God got me through it, and he's going to get you through it, too. You know, I think, um, you know, it's, it's important to have that communication and fellowship. Right. I think it's just com- uh, ultimately comes down just to carrying one another's burdens. Like you're not going to care for somebody. You're not going to pour into them unless you have a, a connection, unless they're your friend. And I think that it's so easy to, to lose sight of that, especially, you know, with the busyness of our lives and the, you know, whatever it may be, school, work, um, whatever is kind of, you know, that big issue right now in your life. Friends, surrounding yourself with friends, good Christian friends, yeah. I, I had to add, uh, it just makes everything so much easier because in that moment, when you're surrounded with Christian friends, you're not going to be talking about, the, you know, the things of this world or, you know, the, the sins, but you're going to be coming together, sharing, you know, what's on your heart. You're going to be talking about the Lord and it's just going to be edifying a conversation. And that's the, that's the kind of conversations that I desire to have with all my friends, you know. Is is anything and whatever we're talking about, always it's God, it's God first. And even if it's, you know, sharing to one another, because it says that in the Bible, confess your sins to one another. And, you know, that might, you know, be a little bit controversial to, um, you know, whoever it may be, especially a little bit in our church. But what basically what we can get from that verse is we're, we're, we're called to share, you know, the things that are going on in our lives. Maybe we're not going to, you know, go up and, you know, treat this like a formal confession before a pastor, but even it's, it's still very similar because in either case, what a, a godly friend would do is not judge you or a pastor. He will not judge you. He will, what they'll do is they'll take this issue, this burden that's on your heart, and they're going to help you bring it before the Lord. They're just a witness between, before you and God. And I think we've talked about this before, how just in, in confessions in general, but even just talking to a friend, oftentimes I find myself talking to a friend pouring my heart out, but I'm not really, you know, talking to the friend. I'm talking to the God. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's easier to talk with and to share your heart with somebody that you can see in front of you. And sometimes it just helps you, you know, get what you have on your heart off. And I think that's like a really important part of friendship. Yeah. And I, I think it's just, it's like a natural thing for us as humans. Like when something's going on, when something's bad happens, we, we want that, that, we, we need someone to talk to. You know, we have to get this off our chest. Or even if something is going right, we're so excited to tell our friends, like, you know, check this out. Look what I, look, you know, look what's happening in my life. Look what God is doing. Or, or you know, something's going wrong. Be like, hey, I need, your, I need your prayers. I need uplifting. 
And, you know, we always have God for that, but it's so great to have brothers and sisters who can be there, like you said, physically, and just uplifting one another. And, um, you know, there's so many good verses I've been kind of just scrolling through. Um, there's uh, just a bunch of different verses, and, you know, there's like um, in... Sorry, just one second. Romans 12.10, love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Um, 1 Thessalonians 5.11, this is Paul talking, says, therefore encourage one another to b- and build one another up just as you are doing. And Psalms 133.1, behold how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. You know, the Bible has so many good verses, not just in Proverbs, but all throughout the Bible about friendships, about being the body of Christ, about the church, about building each other up and serving one another with love, the love that Jesus Christ showed us, you know, and it's, it's t- you know, they, we just had that, um, the podcast about love. You know, I mentioned they will know we are Christians by our love. You know, we are to, the Bible calls us to walk in that love, to have those friendships, to have those people. And, um, you know, I know there's people that might be listening who, who have been praying for maybe a friend, someone like that that they can talk to. And I encourage you, find the people that are chasing God. Find the people that their conversations are about God, and those, are, those will be your friends, you know, that they know the word, that they love God, and they'll love you too, you know, if you, if you need, because um, it's better to have good, um, you know, g- good company and people that are around you that are going to build you up. Yeah, honestly, I think you got you went into a really interesting place and a really um I guess you could say, you know, taboo topic almost because to us, you know, who have a lot of friends, it almost seems like, yeah, you know, how can someone not have a friend? You know, how mm-hmm. can someone struggle to, you know, find somebody like that? But the reality of it is is there's so many people out there uh, and I'm sure we found ourselves in those places as well where there seems like there's no one there's no one that, you know, you could talk to. There's no one that you could, um, you know, just have that fellowship with. But ultimately, I believe that when you pray about it, like you mentioned, and when you are seeking that, it almost, it gets, someone's going to cross your way. And it might actually end up being where you're going to have to be the friend to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And in that way, because we don't, we don't often think of that that way, because you know, when we think about someone or our friend, we think of them doing something for us. We think of them, you know, listening to us. But ultimately, it could be that if we don't have friends, if we, if we you know, don't want to be um, a part of, I guess, our old friend group who's in the world, who's only, you know, unified by a common interest, but we're seeking that godly friend, sometimes it takes for you to be that godly mm-hmm. friend in order to, you know, start building those kind of relationships that you are going to be the godly friend to someone else. and then. Out of that, beautiful relationships can can be born. Yeah, I I agree. Like that, I cannot stress enough that it's not just finding a friend, but it's finding that good company. As as the as the word talks about, you know, it, it's not just, in Proverbs. It's not just about you know, friends are great, but it also talks about bad company and bad friends, people that bring you down. Like Proverbs thirteen twenty says, "Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm." And then 1 Corinthians 15.33, do not be deceived. Bad company ruins good morals. So, you know, it's, it's, it's very important to be surrounded by the church, by people who, you know, that are actually God-fearing men, the God-fearing men and women 
who actually will build you up, who will bring you closer to God. And that's why I think it's so important to examine, like, you know, in your current friend groups right now, what are you guys talking about? When you walk away, do you feel edified? Do you feel closer to God? Or is it kind of like meaningless or even just stuff that's provocative, that's perverted, that's of the world? Like that's, if you're hanging around that constantly, that's what you'll turn into, you know? It's like, we all know this thing, this uh, saying, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. And that is so true, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, whatever we surround ourselves with, it's that, that is what we take in. And we've said this analogy before, I'm sure of it, but we're like a sponge, right? We just soak it, soak up whatever we surround ourselves with. If that's with, you know, good company, with reading the word in prayer, which all of these things are intertwined because that's what, that's what unites good company is this prayer, is reading the word, you know, getting closer to God. Then you're going to be filled with that. You're going to be filled with a desire to pray. You're going to be filled with a desire to read your word. But if you surround yourselves with worldly things, or things that just don't have meaning, then that is going to soak in and that is going to be your life. Your life is going to turn into meaning, is, is not going to have any meaning because that's what you surrounded yourself with. Yeah, and I, I can't tell you how many times where I think, you know, being around band company, it is such a slow fade. And it is, it is for, always for me, it's where like, you know, slowly but surely you're like, oh, I'm just hanging out. We're just talking like this. But at the end of the day, um, or, you know, you, as you get for like, um, more and more into that group, you start to fall away and you start to be um, less, you know, you kind of tune God out. As you get closer to that group, you, you, you get further away from God, you know. And um, I just want to read another verse, Psalms 1. This is the first verse of Psalms. Um, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and his law he, on his law he meditates day and night. You know, that's, he meditates on his law day and night, you know. And I think that every conversation you have, you know, it not, may not be always about God, but, you know, you might be just talking. But at the end of the day, if, you know, if just, it's so important to, um, you know, look at what your conversations are about, what you guys talk about, what your interests are why you guys are friends, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And I just kind of want to make another statement too um, that is in fully agreement with that, but kind of going back to the person who says they have no friends, uh, a song lyric actually just, just popped into my mind, and it's what a friend we have in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, guys, whoever you have on this world, you know, we're still people. We're still sinners. We can mess up. We can, you know, backstab a friend or whatever it is. You know, we've all experienced that, no matter how good you are. But we have someone in our lives who is the greatest friend that we could ever have, and that is Christ. And no matter what you're going through, no matter what things that you're dealing with, whatever it looks like that, you know, you feel ashamed to tell to any person, yet alone, you know, your mom or your dad, even a, a close friend, you can come to Christ because mm-hmm. he is the greatest friend that we could ever have. And he'll never forsake you. He'll never leave you. His whole purpose is for you to, you know, share your heart with him, pour out your heart to him at the foot of his cross. And he will take that from you and you, he will carry that for you, that burden. And it's yeah. just like a, 
It's a beautiful thing. There's a, like a personal testimony in my life. There was a time where I was, I felt very alone. You know, I, maybe I even had, you know, friends. I had people to talk to. But at the end of the day, I, I felt so lonely. And, and, I, and I literally opened up the Bible. And I read this verse, Proverbs 18.24. Um, it says, one who has, sorry, let me just pull it up. Sorry. But yeah, this, is, this was like straight from God, you know, that I was at a time of need and right away he showed me. He said, a friend, a man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who stick its clo- sticks closer than a brother. Um, and I read that last part. There's a friend who sticks closer than a brother. And, um, you know, immediately I was, you know, the, Jesus, I was thinking like Jesus is this friend. And I just started to pray to God, to Jesus, I said, thank you, you know, thank you that you are all this friend that, you know, even though my friends might be, you know, up and down, you are constant, they'll never fail me, you know, that's the great thing, it is, it is so important to have great friends, but it's also important, more, even more important to have that solid rock and foundation in Christ, to see that Jesus is my friend, that I have this constant rock that I can go to and turn to. Yeah, I'm in total agreement with that. And like, just, just, you know, even something that I've learned out of my life is like Christ, he's never going to turn you away. He's never going to, you know, be like, how, how could you, how could you do that? You know, how could you uh, forsake me like this again? He's always going to accept you with open arms. And that's exactly what sometimes what people of this world do when they see sin, when they see, you know, our, our shortcomings. They judge us right away, but he, Christ, he's, he's, his mercy triumphs over his judgment. So he sees that you messed up, but he doesn't focus on that. He focuses on his uh, sacrifice that he did for each and every single one of us. And he took that shame. He took that guilt that you feel from that sin that you did, that mess up that we did, like we all do, and he took it upon himself. And, like, and he fulfilled his own words where he says, there is no greater love than this than to lay down one's life. A friend, and like that's hard for us to think about, yet alone actually do. But Christ, He did mm-hmm. that, yet being God, and it's just like it's just mind boggling every single time I think about it. Yeah, that's like the perfect example of how a friend should be is, is like Jesus Christ, everything out of love, the love that He showed us that we are, to, we are to show to others, everyone that we meet, all the people that we have, our friends, our family, the people in the church, the people that we see in the streets, we are to have that love that's. that Christ first showed us, you know? Yeah. And and honestly, I think too, like when we're being friendly and when we're um, showing that love to somebody else, it's going to take sacrifice. I think you talked about this a little bit in the beginning, right? Mm -hmm. When, when we're friends, we're going to, in order to be a friend, we're going to have to lay down some of ourselves. You know, we're going to have to put aside maybe something that we want to do to go say, hear out to talk with a with a, a person it's going to take effort and it's going to take sacrifice like i think we were talking about and i think that's something that we should all keep in mind that just like christ like we want to find a friend like christ but we are also called to be imitators of christ mm-hmm. to be the friend to the to the sinners to the tax collectors of our day yeah, you know amen. whoever that looks like in your life like we all have this image of you know back in the day what 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 the I guess society was there and who was accepted and who was not. But look at today, you know, although today it seems like everyone is accepted and we're called to do that. But for those who live in sin, 
we're supposed to be that light. We're supposed to be that friends, even to those who are, are not necessarily Christians, you know? We're supposed to be like Christ and to show them love and to show them Christ through us. Yeah. Amen, guys. Uh, God bless you all. And, you know, I think we can all agree that we just need to be more like Jesus. And um, I pray that God helps us with that. So God bless you all and see you next week.